0: Legal Discussion on Tip Today is brought to you in association with Lynch Solicitors Clan Mel on the web at lynchsolicitors.ie and at divorceinireland.com
1: And from Lynch Solicitors, I'm joined on the line now by Kean Niall. Good morning to you, Keen. Hi, Fran. How are you doing? I'm very well indeed. Keen, you're going to talk to us today about right of way and this is something that uh, has been coming up for generations, I would imagine, in your business. What exactly is right of way, Keen?
0: Yeah, well, friend, right-of-way is something that uh, people might actually know without maybe knowing the technical terminology around it. It's basically, if, if you own a piece of land, let's say um, a farm maybe, and somebody uses that land to get maybe to their property, it might be their only way to get from a public road to their property. Mm-hmm. They might have been passing over your field for, as you said, their, their generations maybe, and that that's an actual right-of-way which can be registered on the property. So as opposed to owning the pathway on which you might... Travel to get to your piece of land, you can have a right of way registered and uh, it basically allows you to pass through that land um, to get to your own piece of property. So That's very interesting. That so,
1: e- even if I, I own my own house, I own my own piece of land beside the house, somebody might be legally entitled to pass through that to get to their property.
0: Yes, they might indeed. Um, now, it can, they, they can have that right kind of um, in, in two ways. They can have it by, as we would call it, long use. So, they've been using that. Um, let's say for um, it used to be 20 years it would now be 12 years to establish that right or it could be an agreement between um, you as the landowner and the person who's using that and it can be registered on your deeds or it can be registered with the property registration authority and as I said they don't own the pathway what they own if you want to use that term is a right to use it to get to their own their own piece of land so it can affect people's land without them maybe knowing about it and the first they might hear about it is when somebody who's using that pathway might knock on their door and, and try to get it registered or or put in writing.
1: How, how can somebody check out about this and How can you find out information about right of way?
0: Well it, um, the way that most of conveyancing is going um, and I know John has spoken to this about previously is um, the property registration authority and One of the ways you might be able to find out is that with the Property Registration Authority in Dublin, they might have registered it on your folio that there is a right-of-way there. Um, That's the way that most of it is going, and that would be the simplest way to find out. But unfortunately, you you may have an unregistered piece of land or you may have a registered piece of land with an unregistered right-of-way on it. So unfortunately, um, you you would want to obviously attend with your solicitor and, and describe the circumstances. If somebody is using that all of the time, They may have a right-of-way even though it isn't registered. So it might be there because of circumstances or it might actually be visible on either your title documents or with the property registration authority. So your solicitor will be able to advise either on your circumstances, somebody's using it all the time and the way they use it, or they might be able to actually take up your documents and see, well, there it is in black and white, it's actually registered.
1: Now, right-of-way has caused war between neighbours over years and indeed resulted in tragedy in some cases as well, Kian, um, How can I, can I or can I stop somebody from having right way over my land? Well,
0: as I say, it is the right. So um, if somebody has an established uh, they have it, um, you'd rather have them registering it, but if they don't have it at the moment and you're worried about somebody perhaps gaining a right of way again, we would say go into your, your solicitor to speak about it. One possible solution that uh, you might be advised would be actually to give them permission to use it for a specified amount of time. Um, if, if somebody was using it um, without your permission, as I said, for 12 years continuously now, they would be able to go and look to register that right of way but if you actually can come to some sort of agreement with them and say i know you need access to that field how about i give you access on the following conditions and circumstances and put that down in writing uh, that might actually prevent them from being able to register a, a full um full right of way and of course if you can restrict them in some way legally from actually taking that route that as well would be a right of way but obviously uh, you want to be very careful how you do that because uh, you don't want to go into uh, a case of causing tension with the neighbour. I mean, we always we always would advise people to try to come to an agreement in these things and, and not uh, not start something contentious that maybe can be solved by agreement.
1: And that's always the cheaper way out as well, Kean exactly. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. What, what if I have a right-of-way established, but I want to move it in some way because of circumstances?
0: Yeah, well, um, it, 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 that's something that does uh, come up a bit more often than you might think. And really, it, it, it's down to agreement with the landowner. So, if you're looking to move it for whatever reason, maybe the bit of land that you're using, if you were driving a tractor through it and it, it's just not good ground anymore or something like that, um, it, it, it would need to be with agreement with the landowner.
1: Very interesting indeed. So, I presume uh, if people want advice on this, they talk to yourself, Kian, about it.
0: Yeah, well, uh, we wouldn't be, you know, come into your own local solicitor in Lynch solicitors here. It's something we deal with quite regularly, and we have a, a, a many years of experience in it. So if you have an issue with the right-of-way, either looking to register one yourself or develop one, or if you're concerned about a right-of-way being developed on your land, definitely it's something that we deal with um, on a
1: day-to-day basis. All right, Cian, good to talk to you today. Thank you, and bye-bye Thanks to you. Right. That's uh, Kian Nihil there, who is uh, from Lynch Solicitors in uh, Clanmel, 1800 938 uh, 007. Now, a while ago, we were making reference to a letter uh, to the Irish Times today from uh, Mary Burke in Clanmel uh, talking about the uh, crazy prices Of uh, hotel accommodation in Dublin. She wanted to go there for a concert. Well, uh, we had a caller on to say that ONE, the organisation that uh, represents the former members of the Irish Defence Forces, um, basically it's a charitable organisation that looks after the welfare of ex service personnel, but it runs a hostel type hotel in Dublin uh, for them, but they also provide bed accommodation for visitors. And the caller says it's 50 to 60 euro a night. No breakfast but top-class rooms and it's very central in Dublin as well. Clean and state-of-the-art and it's called Brew Nafian and possibly Mary could look into that or indeed anybody else that intends making their way (coughs) to the capital city over the next uh, while. Um, uh, Fran, a horrible, horrific incident happened in County Kilkenny over the weekend. A jeep drove into a field of calves. They chased the calves, drove over them killing two and there's a lot of the cows badly injured some will have to be put down what kind of people would do this isn't that absolutely incredible altogether absolutely incredible um uh, somebody else telling us about a bad smell of sewage in the Nina area today we'll follow up on that and we'll bring you more information where that is concerned in just a little while over right, then let us move on because the Tipperary Company has played a key role in ensuring Parquie is ready to host this weekend's All-Ireland quarter-finals the new 40,000-seater stadium has been closed since 2014 and Tipperary will be the main attraction when it opens next Saturday evening a Cashel-based J&C fencing which has been operating for 25 years employs around 60 people and I'm joined on the line now by Jim Cummins and Jim is CEO of the company. Jim, good morning to you. Good morning, Fran. Uh, first of all, congratulations to you. This must have been a, a great boost for your business to to get that gig.
2: Yeah, thanks, Fran. Um, yeah, the, the stadium in Cork is always nice to get them type of ones, you know. Um, you know, I mean, we always kind of gauge businesses on the sense of, of what you make and how much you make uh, and, and profit and loss, but Yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of pride in in doing
1: projects like this, you know. Um, Do you do a lot of uh, sports fields, Jim?
2: We do, yeah. Uh, Sports fields is a huge part of of what the company does now, Um, Fran. You know, we have a range of of, um, products uh, to suit sports pitches out there. And, um, you know, we've undertaken a considerable amount of sports pitches over the the last number of years there. Um, You know, a lot of high-profile ones and a lot of local ones, you know.
1: You, you've you been operating for 25 years, so you've taken your company through the recession and out the other end of it, so to speak, even though some people might disagree with that. Um, how how did you manage to get through the recession, Jim?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I suppose, you know, from 2010 onwards was, was, was when the main, main problems started. Uh, you know, uh, how did we get it through? Uh, I mean, we had a very good management team here, and we sat down and we went through it in detail, and... Um, you know, we brought our company accountants on board and, and, and independent advisors and uh, you know, we looked at it in detail. Um, I suppose it's always hard to, to scale back on job numbers and that's one thing that we tried not to do. Mm. Um, I think it's t- 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 like a lifetime ago now, um, but you know, I think that we dropped somewhere around 10 or 15 employees at the time that we had to leave go. Um, a tough decision at the time, but um, I think overall it, it, it was a small minority of, of the staff that we had here at the time. Uh, I think we had around uh, 70 at the time. Uh, so we're we'll after bring it back up to 60 there, uh, you know, and we hope to take on some, some, some new faces there over the next month or six weeks, you know.
1: Which is fantastic news altogether. I, I, I presume your business follows uh, development. In other words, if there, there's development going on, they're going to need fencing. Is, is that fair to say? Yeah, well, I mean,
2: fencing is is, is a huge part of of uh, you know every site, that, and especially from a health and safety point of view, it's it's a it's a major major uh, factor in 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 all types of development at the moment. Um, you know, and and mainly health and safety is the main driver on it. That you know, if there is. If there's a project going on and there's access from the public or there's, there's, there's people involved, uh, security is needed, you know. Um,
1: so I presume with Parky Creeve, I mean, this must have been paramount there because they're going to have tens of thousands of people going by.
2: Yeah, Parky Creeve was huge. Uh, um, I mean, it was, it was uh, sleepless nights, uh, as you know yourself. The, the, the first uh, the first opening was, was, was called off um, and, and deferred for a while. But uh, we got there in the end, you know, mm. um, we're still actually down there today believe it or not with the final touches on it um, but I think overall it's, it's ready to go it's a, it's a fine project I've been on it on a few occasions there uh, I've been on it in the early early days and, and the latter, latter stages of it and um, the transformation over the last month or six weeks is, is huge. There, it's a, it's a fine facility now, you know. Um, so, it's as all systems go, I hope for Saturday,
1: and, we'll, and uh, we hope we'll have a victory to celebrate your fencing as well, as well as everything else.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I hope we're going out of Victoria, and um, I, I've reason to believe that we have to um, leave a few uh, of, of uh, my employees down there just uh, for for health and safety point of view to to open up a few areas just in case. But that's something that's, that's ongoing and being discussed with fire officers and so on and so forth at the moment. Um, but yeah, fine facility, so it was great to be associated with it. Um, you know, it, 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 I, I think there's um, you know, a lot of people just going down to the match on, on Saturday and looking forward to the match. they will also look forward to probably walking in the gates of Parky Cueve. And looking at the transformation compared to where it was last time, tip, tip Tip played down there, you know.
1: Absolutely, indeed. Yeah, I presume the materials. you... I mean, I would have seen a good bit of your work over the years, Jim. But the materials you use pretty diverse, isn't it, from time to time?
2: Yeah, Parky Grieve was an unusual one in the sense that um, it was a uh, you know there, there was a, a variety of of, of uh, materials used in it, a variety of manufacturing materials used in it. No, you know, nothing was. Was more or less straightforward down there because of the nature of a stadium, with, with um you know uh, slants on 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 um, the stadium coming down where the seating areas are, and uh, you know it's a completely different design with with uh, you know the the front fencing and the pitches uh, that that have to be you know mm. left in a manner that 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 uh, is is safe to the public that they can get out in the event that something goes wrong or whatever the case may be, you know so. Yes, it's a it's a different territory, you know, but of we got course, there in yeah. the
1: end, you know. Do you do you still use traditional woods and stuff in certain places? And
2: uh, no. I mean, the only place that wood is used now in 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 in, in our uh, industry is, is mainly uh, on the for noise barriers and so on okay, and so yeah. But it's all steel orientated, you
1: know. All right. Well, listen, we're delighted with the success, Jim, and continued uh, success. You have plans for the future, anyway, I guess.
2: Yeah, we're investing away here the whole time. I mean, uh, you know, as you said earlier, on your interview there, you know, we came out the the end of the recession. uh, You know, things aren't all rosy in the garden, as we know, the whole time. uh, You know, you still have to play cautious. But, um, you know, we're investing away in in, in new products and new machines here in the workshop. And, um, you know, hopefully it is upward and onwards, uh, you know, that's that's basically where it is at the moment
1: you All know? Right. well it's good to talk to you Jim and the best of luck for the future as well
2: yeah just before I finish friends yeah. look at, uh, I'd like to, con- uh, to wish the Tipperary senior hurling team the best of luck on Sunday mm-hmm. um, and also the minors I know Liam Cattle very well there so uh, I sure. know they had a bit of a setback but I think that he'll pull it out of the fire and, and, and there'll be the better days ahead and uh, I'm not going to leave out the Tipperary footballers who gave us two great years of, of, they? of a, yeah. yeah two great years all-earned semi-final last year and uh you know, pipped at the post on Sunday to go through to the to to, to the the next round. there. Uh you know, under, under hard circumstances when they're missing, missing a, a lot of key players, you know. But Abs- um, absolutely. I think there's good days ahead uh, going forward for Tipperary football, you know.
1: Well, listen, we're all looking forward to their future success as well. Listen, to, uh, thanks for talking to me today, Jim. Thanks, and best of Thank you. To you to Thank you. Bye-bye to you Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. That's uh, uh, Jim Cummins there, CEO of uh, JNC Fencing. And uh, that was fantastic news to know they got the gig. In, um, in Cork, in Parky Creeve, and of course, uh, going from strength to strength as well. Good morning, Fran. Welcome back. Thank you for that. I have a few stories about saving money. This is one of them. Many years ago, when I was a child, an elderly neighbour of ours used to sow vegetables and potatoes in his garden, which ran along by the road, and he would have a scarecrow to keep away the crows. In summer, when people would be bringing the turf home from the bog, there would be a few young lads sitting on top of the load and would get great enjoyment from trying to hit the scarecrow by throwing sods of turf in over the hedge. One of the neighbours told him to put a stop to this behaviour by taking down the scarecrow, and our neighbour brought him up to the garden and said, look at that fine load of free turf I have for the winter. Even when he was too old to sow the garden, he still put up the scarecrow every year. Please don't read out my name, Fran. Isn't that a lovely lovely story? Thank you for that indeed on oh eight three three double one double three double one.